Everybody has a podcast podcast.
<laughs> Bye-bye, y'all doing good, and, uh, back again after, oh, man, a few days of rain on the weekend, and I hope y'all had a good week this week. Jay Wiggy, take out the trash! Yeah, you're right, a rainy start to the Valentine's week. Grant Mills, do you have a Valentine this week? Mm, uh, I don't know, it's weird. Ah, oh, is it, uh, you're going to change your Facebook status to it's complicated? No, that's so stupid. Yeah, that was always like an attempt. That fucking dumb shit, I don't know. Was that uh, a... Seems like an attention grab when people did that. Well, do you have any plans this week for Valentine's Day? Uh, not really. What about you? No, I, you know, I think, uh, you know, maybe for the kids, get them a little basket of uh, candy, something like that. I've always felt it was more of a, uh, you know, female holiday than guys. I don't think guys like it as much as the girls, but it's, uh, I think you can have fun with it. As a kid, I, you know, I looked forward to it because in school, you, you, you got to eat candy and not actually do learning stuff. But as I've gotten older, eh, not really. I have fun with it, though. I do my best for the kids. They enjoy it, but... That's <sighs> a scam. Like most of the Hallmark holidays, right? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you on Valentine's Day. It's uh, not that exciting. But I hope you have a good one. I hope all you listeners have a great one as well. Good to be back this Monday evening, wet and dreary, down south. Had a Super Bowl last night. Did you watch it, Grant Mills? And what are your thoughts? Eh, it wasn't that good until like way later on. It started getting good. And um, I don't know. I never really cared for the Super Bowl. It was more of a spectacle. Kind of like just, Because eh. that's when all the people that don't watch football watch football for the stupid commercials. I don't know. Just, it's never as good as the regular season to me. Yeah, I agree. It wasn't. Uh, I I went to uh, the garage on the treadmill, try to walk and run a little bit while watching it, and you know I, I just I don't get into and never have the entertainment aspect of it, the commercials, the halftime show. I know a lot of people do. It's really not my thing. Uh, it's kind of over. I mean, I think now too. Back back in the day, maybe a little more because commercials was the way you saw what was dropping new releases movies uh the new car coming out new video game now you've got so much social media every yeah, day bombarded with that shit all the time yeah people just get tired of it so i think it's way overrated and they don't have the uh uh there's there's nothing really worth tuning into in my opinion so yeah i didn't really watch it i was hoping uh a san francisco win that did not happen just because uh I've grown to like Brock Purdy, respect him, and uh, he didn't do it, but not really a great game, not the worst I've seen, glad it's over, but I'm not glad football season's over. Yeah, yeah, the best part about football season's uh, just the beginning and the middle, and when it gets down to the championships and the Super Bowls, I don't know, it's just not as exciting, it's more uh, about pageantry, I guess. Yeah, football's that, and it's just, I don't know, it's not the same. Yeah, the whole landscape in college and professional seems like it's changing in an unknown direction, 
but what is known is a lot of people do not like that direction and i tend to be one of them uh you know college with the nil shit and the transfer we need more rules i think i don't know what they would be but i think they're coming professional it's just becoming an entertainment grab a look at me uh, it's it's not as exciting so um we'll see maybe uh the usfl or the ufl will uh, change that for the better maybe everything's at him watered down now so it's hard to get any real enjoyment out of anything anymore it seems yeah a so, sad time in the world it is. <laughs> it's really going to hell man i'm sorry i mean you know, i'm not trying to be pessimistic but it's just man i don't know life's gotten i don't know man god i'm kind of like i'm kind of like at like a precipice i'm like man i mean i should have had kids but then i think about man i'd be like kids i'm sorry but this is not what i wanted to bring you up in i had no idea the goddamn world was gonna do this but uh man i'm just i don't know man yeah it's always uh, grass is greener <laughs> on the other side i i if I always tell people, you know, if, if if I could go back, if I never knew my kids, probably wouldn't have them. Uh, or well, it's probably, not even that, man. It's the goddamn world now. That's man. the thing, though. Yeah. Well, and and well, the the thing is too. I mean, you love your kids more than anything. It's just the stress of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like the world is bad. The stress of school and the stress that it brings a person. Um, so I mean, it's nothing against the kids. You, you love them. That's how we keep humanity going. But man, for a lot of people it's a lot of stress um you know I, again i'm included in that uh group of people so you gotta yeah do the best you can they're they're constantly slammed with influencing shit and all this bullshit we need you know what we need more men out there like sean strickland you've seen sean strickland ufc fighter oh yeah i like old sean i love him i, I like how he uh, calls out these fucking influencers and shit. We got like a bunch that. of pussy ass guys now, man. It's making it worse. It's uh, not good. Yeah, he calls it out. He calls it like it is. I, I think he's a a cool dude. So no, I, I uh, <laughs> man, it's gloomy Monday starting. <laughs> but uh, no, there's some great news though. Um, I, I've got some things to chat about. Grant Mill, I know you uh do as well. I'll tell you a little tidbit that this is kind of funny. Next month, I may have to go to the Northeast for some training, trying to get that scheduled down. And uh, there's two states up there I've never been to. One of them is Rhode Island, and the other is Vermont. So I was looking, since I may be up there on a weekend, trying to drive through those states just to you know, have lunch in one or dinner in the other. They're pretty close, two hours apart from where I'll be, so I could probably knock that out. That way I will uh, have narrowed down all my been to all the new england states right well i was looking and on the map there's a place in rhode island called grant mill oh. and yeah nice. and they actually, yeah and i gotta tell you they have a website at least um i think it's a neighborhood up there it's on the map so gotta be something so i looked at grantmill.com no s just grant mill and it's a nice luxury exceptional loft apartment homes in the heart of downtown providence and hmm. man, you got to check it out. If you look at this, they've got Grant Mill written all in script and shit. And nice. these are some pretty badass uh, apartments. So, uh, Grant Mill, uh, Mills, your name uh, in Rhode Island apparently precedes itself. It's uh, you're a luxury apartment building. Nice, nice. Yeah, the two bed, two bath, starting at twenty six ninety nine a month. Oh my fucking god! 
That's insane. Yeah. In oh, Providence. You wake up in Providence, Rhode Island. Yeah, I am good on that. I am too, but it's a it's a cool website. So if you guys are ever interested in uh, grantmill.com and looking at your next home in Providence, give, give it give it a look see. Hey boy, check it out. Oh, we got I think we got somebody that's coming in. I'm Bailey celebrating as a little deal there to you. I'm on. It's pretty cool. And uh, every day is Valentine's Day, y'all. All right. Good uh, to have you in. Jay Wiggy, did you, uh, did you, uh, you and the uh, old Battle Axe uh, celebrated uh, early, right? Yeah, you told me that last week, right? Yeah, we went out this weekend, had a nice <laughs> dinner. Pretty good stuff. So, uh, uh, nice. Yeah. Had a nice Italian dinner, Italian food. Italian? Too. What'd you get? A lasagna? I got a linguine and meatballs and Ooh. a little calamari to start. I'm a big calamari fan. And calamari. Uh, yeah, we had some dessert too. What was the dessert? Not what you guys are thinking. Nothing like that. Um, <laughs> I, I had an espresso. I know that. I'm trying to think of what. It, oh, you know what? It was a. Uh, it was a uh, bread pudding. Oh, I hate bread pudding. I shouldn't ask this fuck. You know what? I, I, I'm. I'm, I'm <clears throat> Yay and nay on it. I've had it where it's really nasty and soggy, and it was really overrated. This was great. This was Bellini's on 280. Have you ever been there? No, no, I've heard of it though. Oh, it's fantastic. It's uh, yeah, and and even the uh, I guess it was the manager. She came around, was you know checking in on everything, and we were kind of gandering at the menu. We weren't even thinking about red pudding. She's like, oh, you gotta have it. If you don't like it, you know, just send it back. We'll get you something else. But it's the best. She she did not have that voice. She actually had a nicer, a softer voice. But um. Yeah, man, I, it was fucking good. I, I give her a lot of credit. Never had a good bread pudding. Shit, nasty. Man, I give it a try, try, man. Give it a try. We'll get down there, me, you, Big Mustard, the whole squad, and get down with some bread pudding. It was pretty good. Uh, Chief on Fong got a coconut cake that I'll get. That's pretty good. I don't know if you like coconut, but usually people hate it or they love it. You know. I love it. I'm. I'm actually uh, one of the. I, I, I agree with you. People. It's a. Yay or nay for everybody. There's really no in between, but I love it. I'm, I've always been a coconut fan. So you are too. Yeah, no, I like coconut. It's good. Especially with a lot of cream, coconut, maybe a cherry, you know, something like that. Oh. That's not what this is. This is more of a, I don't want to say carrot cake, uh, it's, but it's kind of like carrot cake inspired, I would say, but not, okay. I don't know. And then it's got the coconut and uh, it's kind of, I will say, you know, it's got like a, Man, I don't know what it is. I can't even explain it. It's got some kind of like, uh, you know, what do you call that, man? Shit. It ain't, it's like a, not syrup, but like a. Almost like know. molasses, maybe? Yeah, no, man. Uh, it's, fuck. I'm trying to say, like, I want to say kind of like bread pudding, but without that, the chunks and shit, it's like a. Umami? Uh, man, no, like a, like a, like a cream sauce, maybe, you know? Like a like a little sugary cream sauce that's at the bottom of it. It's that's pretty good, man. Man, we throwing out and, all the words that chefs never use. <laughs> <laughs> they got a lot of shit I want to try. They have a seasonal menu, so like they got the beef bourguignon some Fridays and uh the pork schnitzel. It's actually something I've wanted to try, and it's on the regular menu now. So usually when this I go is, there, I always get the same thing. This is at a uh, Chef Fong Fong. Oh yeah, usually I always get the steak, or I'll get the. Uh, 
the steak frite or the uh they got a trout almondine it's fucking good and cocoa van i don't think it's on the menu now maybe to put it back but uh my god i love that place probably go there this week at some point yeah i'm about to look at their menu uh, i have not been there in a long time uh you know we need to we need we need to do that that'd be uh i think this menu, this week is a good week but maybe before i head up northeast uh next month we need to get some of the homies down there i wonder if we could get couple of us down there because they're not are they not too too expensive right reasonable no i think it's good it's it's, it's not bad no i'm looking right now i think this is uh you say you usually get down the steak treats. Mm-hmm. that's a, i'd be more of a what i would like let's see what they what they get down on i wonder we can prop big mustard i know he loves to go down there he's down there now he's uh uh in in birmingham so uh shout out to big mustard and uh yeah, we'll have to we'll have to hit him up and maybe a couple of guys. That'd be fun, man. I'd be down on that. Give a give a review. Yep, yep. Classic. Man, have you seen this power slap thing? I, I think it's the dumbest shit ever. Can't what stand the it. fuck is that? I can't. Why is Dana White behind this? You know, I I can't figure it out because I I like Dana White a lot. Besides uh, power slap and his, you know. Uh, he's had a couple of questionable things he's done in his personal life, but I like him uh, for the most part. I'm wondering if he just got head over heels invested into it. He thought it might catch on, and it was just one of those things that he made a hugely terrible decision on because it's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. And now he's just kind of got a ride with it. Yeah, it's it's totally stupid. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, it's ah, it's terrible. There's like a kind of disclaimer they got to sign. God, man, I don't know. A lot of UFC fans, uh, you know, and, and myself included, I, I I like UFC, and he'll use the UFC and tag Power Slap so it gets all the UFC views, and all the comments are like, what the fuck? I don't want to watch this dumb shit. This is dumb. Oh, my God, they're getting CTE every slap. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with that, man. That's shit. Awful. Yeah. <clears throat> what a stupid, stupid thing. Oh, 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 man. I had sex with a girl this weekend. Oh, how'd that go? Oh, man. Her ears were so big she could hear bacon frying in Canada. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm bacon, yeah. I do, too. I had a bacon cheeseburger tonight. She was good. You make it at home? Hell, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, man, I got some red onions, pressed them into the smash burgers, so the little Burger Royale seasoning on one patty. I don't do two because it's too much seasoning. And then uh, two slices of Sargento mild cheese on each patty. And some, uh, uh, what, it was, what is this, apple bacon smoke, applewood bacon? I don't even know what it is. That's it had good. apple in it. Anyway. Man, that show was good. And uh, mustard mayonnaise and a little uh, sriracha. Sounds delicious. Did you now? I've seen these online floating around before, and I, I don't have a good scale. Uh, I guess we'll just use one to five. How do you like your bacon? Do you like it one where it's droopy and flappy, or five crispy as fuck where it snaps in half, or somewhere in the middle? How do you like to have your bacon? I like it more on the crispy side. Okay. I, I, mean, I think I'm kind of in the middle of it. I, I think I would err towards the crispy side, but I like it to have a little bit of a little, maybe a little bend to it. Just uh, you know, those nice fatty chunks in it that are still 
got that fat going on. I don't know. We're kind of in the middle. I don't like it where it's just completely floppy, though. I like my medium rare, yeah. Oh, you got to get trichinosis. What'd you call me, Menifee? <laughs> and you're going to get a fucked up one of those Spirillo virus. <laughs> oh. Getting fucked. <laughs> Fortunately, uh, I do love some bacon. Man, those oh, are good. Good. Until I read the sodium content on the back of the package and then I cringe. Ooh. Ain't bad. Like I saw my grandmother in a Bukkake video. Oh. <laughs> that's, oh. An old, that's an old Greg Giraldo joke. Shout out to him. <sighs> Oh man, he was a cool, he was a funny fuck. God, I miss him, man. Rest in peace, Greg Geraldo back in the day. R.I.P. Yeah, man. What a funny fight. Well, he used to do those roasts, man. He did uh he'd kill. He'd kill. Big fan of a roast. <laughs> but uh, oh, so this weekend was all nasty. Did you would just stay inside with the fam all weekend? Yeah, not too much to do this weekend. It's still nasty out, wet. I actually walked in the yard today, um, just doing some piddling around and the yards all soggy. So not much. It was it was wet, wacky, windy, boring, quiet weekend. So yeah, how's the new gig going so far? So far, so good. I did actually sneak up to Tennessee today for a little bit. I say Tennessee. It was literally uh, five miles over the Alabama state line. I had to do my uh, fingerprints for some licensing stuff that I have to do every four years. And uh, Alabama, of course, does not have a station where you can go and do the digital fingerprints. Um uh, Tennessee, of all things, five miles over the state line does. It's almost like the lottery. You go into Tennessee and things almost instantly got better. But uh, everything's so good. You know, so far, so good. Kind of quiet as I'm into it. This will be my official fourth week beginning and uh, no complaints. Nice and, uh, yeah. nice and quiet. So you're just at a computer, like, doing stuff. Yeah, I'll be completely virtual 100%, which is a nice change of pace after a decade of uh, uh, traveling and inspecting and things like that. I've wanted to go this way, and I've kind of migrated that way a lot. Um, yeah, I, how do you feel about that? You, you, you've been out in the field. We've talked about that. You've been in the field. But, you know, I, I used to do some long-ass drives. I think I'm happy being at home, but we talked about the walls closing in on you, so you need to get out here and there, so... I think sometimes I'll want to. And you can still volunteer when big events come up, bad weather, things like that, to get on your field. But for the most part, I'll be 100% at home. Yeah, a lot of conference calls? Yeah, I think I've got like three tomorrow and shit. Damn! See, I hate conference calls. I fucking hate that shit. Yeah, you know, I'll give them credit. I think they try to loop them in on one day, and then they, we only have one meeting a month for the team, which is fantastic. Um we used to have, uh, or I've mostly been at, like once a week meetings and things like that, and they were unnecessary fluff. So for the most part, not many. I think right now I do because I'm still new, but uh, it'll slow down. I'll be on my own soon. I'm looking forward to that. I do like that, man. I, I like being able to work at home. Shout out to all you uh, fellow at-home workers, um, especially when I'm not locked into a, a time. I, I haven't had a job where I've had a clock in at home or anything and I, I don't think i'd like that it's just really you know roughly get online get your shit done be done with it 
Are you busy throughout the day, or is it like I probably will be is it when I start getting work actually in on a full schedule. I think once they finish, uh, even though I've done this for over a decade, uh, they still want everybody to go through their training protocol, and that'll be what I'll go to the Northeast for sometime next month. But uh, yeah, there, I'm probably not full capacity until after that. So um, I'm already working on a couple of files, but yeah, nothing, nothing too. It will get busy, but. You know, one of those things I feel like you, you do your 8 to 4.30, 8.30 to 5, whatever it is. And, you know, if you, if you didn't get it all, if you didn't get it all done, there's always tomorrow. True that, man. I mean, Some news for y'all. Lost dog found 600 miles away after nearly four years on the run. This one by Ben Hooper. A dog that went missing from a family friend's Colorado home in 2020 turned up four years later near the Mexican border. He's in a little... (laughs) Nearly 600 miles away. Damn. Benjamin Baxter was 13 years old when he was brought home when he with a, what's your when he brought home a six-week-old puppy named Patches. But in 2020, he had to move to Nebraska for a new job, and his new rental home did not allow dogs, folks. Patches stayed with a family friend in Callan, Callan, Callan Colorado, while Baxter okay. searched for a new home that allowed his pet, but she had only been staying with a friend. For a couple of months when she escaped, Baxter said he initially wasn't worried since Patches had a history of escaping, but as the days wore on, there were no responses to the, quote, lost dog posters. He gave up hope. Baxter's wife, Elizabeth, received a phone call January 31st from his brother who said she had been receiving calls about Patches being found in Las Cruz, New Mexico, but she suspected the cause might be a scam. Baxter contacted the shelter and was soon convinced they indeed had a long-lost furry friend. Patches was brought home from New Mexico to the family friend's house in Colorado. Like, that didn't read there. Patches was brought from New Mexico back to the family friend's house in Colorado, where Baxter said he would soon drive to bring Patches home for good. A lost dog was found in England in December, even after a longer period of time, six and a half years. Lost Dog Recovery UK South said a dog named Rose fled home less than 24 hours after being adopted and was found living in the woods six and a half years later. Now, the dog, 12 years old, has been surviving on her own for nearly half her life. Organization said. There you go, folks. A little uh, good, good news there for you dog lovers. I'm having a good story, y'all. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Could have been worse. Could have got in car. Yeah, I could have got eaten by an illegal immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> Unexpected. Y'all not here on peanut. <laughs> you remember that shit? Get on out here. Peanut. Man, what are he's up to? Peanut did. 
Peanut, peanut. Oh, holy she. What else is going on? You know, I love world records. World's largest balloon dragon assembled in Hong Kong by Ben Hooper. Now, you can look at this one on YouTube. A dragon sculpture made from approximately 38,000 balloons in a Hong Kong shopping mall was awarded a Guinness World Record. Balloon artist Suzuki City, Wilson Pang, and Kung, Kung Lung Ho led more than 60 volunteers in construction sculpture. The finished dragon measured 137 foot, uh, 0.04 foot long, earning the Guinness World Record for largest balloon sculpture of a dragon. The sculpture was created as part of Chinese New Year celebrations and will remain in place until the end of February. The artist said <clears throat> the biggest challenge was to make sure the dragon remained in one piece without any kind of non-balloon support structure. I'm looking at this thing, man. It's crazy. Pretty impressive. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. I can't see myself being too jazzed about how like doing that. I don't know how people get excited about uh, you know doing something like this. I don't get it, but you know, no people. Uh, it's funny when you see people with unique ventures, weird hobbies, things like that. Because some of them, are weird. I, I'm with you, but I mean, I guess there's shit that I do that people are like, how do you get excited about that? So, teach their own. To each their own, my friend. Oh. oh. Looks like uh, we got a little bit of video game news here. All the Xbox games rumored to come to PS5 and Switch. You might be playing Team Green's biggest hits on something other than an Xbox soon, folks. This is by Willa Rowe. Willa Rowe. Recently, the game industry has been shaken by the news that could change the dynamic between console giants, Xbox, and PlayStation. A number of recent leaks suggest that Microsoft may be planning to put aside exclusivity and bring its catalog of titles like Halo to rival platforms, even to the PS5. This fan, uh, the, the fans of this rumor flame were stoked further by a recent GameStop ad that referred to Game Pass as Microsoft Game Pass. The internet was so aflame, Xbox head Phil Spencer had to break his silence and uh, reveal a business update event coming on an disclosed, undisclosed days of the week, uh, February 12th, that should debunk or perhaps confirm, perhaps confirm the rumors. Either you're excited about the prospect of playing more Xbox game titles on any platform you want, or you are lamenting for the end of an era for Team Green, or you don't give a shit. Although it seems like most diehard Xbox fans are decidedly not okay at the moment. With so many leaks happening in the past days and weeks, it's hard to know which Xbox games could lose their exclusivity status and end up on PlayStation and or the Nintendo Switch. Looks like, um... I don't know. Looks like we'll see. Um, there's, there's not... It says there's a roundup of all the rumors, leaks, and reports for every game in one place, but I don't, I don't see any links or anything, so I'm not mm. sure what that is about so hmm. maybe could be happening what they say the 12th that's this week yeah today uh, yeah the week of the 12th i guess it said ah. so they should be uh yeah debunking or whatever they do bunking or debunking that so ooh. 
Check it out. What do do? Do you remember F Zero? Did you like that game back in the day? Yeah, I was a big fan of F Zero. Really cool game. Well, it looks like Lost F Zero games recreated by fans are now playable. This one's also by Willow Row. The two BS Grand Prix titles are exclusively available through Settle View Accessory for Super Famicom. It's been a long time since F-Zero fans got a full-fledged due entry in the series. Sorry, F-Zero 99, you don't count. And while the latest F-Zero isn't the... Isn't... Well... And while the latest F-Zero news isn't of the long-awaited next game officially, it might be more fascinating for fans of the franchise thanks to the work of the f-zero community nerds two lost games in the series are now easily accessible those games which you may have never heard of are bsf zero grand prix one and two what makes the bsf zero grand prix game so forgotten is lack of cartridge release for either the games came out in the 90s so it doesn't like the digital games were prolific at the time so where do these games release well the answer on its own is a fascinating piece of tech history folks the BSX Satellite View was a Super Famicom attachment released in Japan in 1995 that allowed users to download games and other content through a satellite connection. Many games were released this way by having players tune into certain television channels to get exclusive content through broadcasts. The BS Grand Prix games were two such pieces of Satellite View content with a series of broadcasts from 97 to 98 releasing 10 new tracks and 4 new machines. Due to the nature of the BSX system, which required broadcast content to be stored on a special cartridge and dumped to play new content, the BSF Zero Grand Prix games are incredibly rare. However, in 2018, recordings of every F-Zero Saddle of You broadcast were uploaded to YouTube, which was key to bringing these forgotten games to new audiences. There are no ROMs in existence that we know of. and But thanks to the footage, we had some nerdos that were able to lead a project and revive the lost games. This method behind the recreation is an impressive feat all its own. There is a tool called Graphite from YouTuber Flippity Bibbity that essentially looks at the footage of Super Mario Brothers being played and is able to determine the exact position on the screen of Mario as well as exact frame, uh, perfect button input being done at any given time using the principles of Graphite. <clears throat> Guy Perfect was able to Create a similar tool for F-Zero is then applied by uploading recordings of BSF Zero Grand Prix on YouTube. By tracking the exact position and button inputs of the recorded footage, it was able to use the tool and hours of work checking and cleaning up tools work to recreate the exact pixel layout of the exclusive satellite view courses using assets from the original F-Zero. With the added help of artists Potter and Power Panda to recreate the exclusive environmental our environment art, uh, a faithful recreation of BSF Zero Grand Prix 1 and 2 was created. And it's now available for free to fans of F Zero on the internet while it offers a faithful representation of the game. The team behind the project still offers a physical copy of the broadcast software, even offering a $5,000 bounty for carts and ROMs, maybe one in the future. We'll be able to see how just accurate this recreation is against the real thing. So, hmm. super nerd shit, but kind of cool. Yeah, I was a big F Zero fan. That was one of the. Uh, was that not one of the original SNES games that dropped? Uh, with the system, or I don't know if it was with the system or not. I think it was one of the early ones, though. That uh, I mean, I, I remember it super early on. So, but uh, yeah, cool game. 
Yeah, I think I'd like to, uh, I'd like to kind of fuck with that. That might be kind of cool. Yeah. I, played a, I think everybody played a lot of F-Zero back in the day. Yeah, cool game. I can. I keep saying how cool it was, but man, if you haven't played it, go back, get a blast from the past, and see if is there. I wonder if there's a ROM online you could get down on or check out. I think if you have the Switch, you can get on there, and um, I think F Zero ninety nine is on there, um, and the original too. So you can definitely get on there and check it out. Sweet. You, you ever eat Taco Bell anymore? Not much, but um, you know when I usually find myself eating Taco Bell is when uh, if I'm going to a really rural town and uh, I'm not on the road as much anymore. But uh, yeah, that was probably in those small rural towns when there's really only fast food. That would be my go-to if I had to choose fast food. But you know what? I like it. I'm not going to act too good for it. I like some Taco Bell. So what are you getting at Taco Bell? quesadilla every time i like a good uh quesadilla i used to love those cinnamon twists too god those were good oh yeah so you get the chicken or the steak you know what i swap it up depending on how i feel but my preference is the steak what do you like <laughs> taco bell i don't eat that shit <laughs> <laughs> well, back in the day i would get like just a crunchy beef tacos like three or four of them and um, cinnamon twists are actually pretty good, but I don't eat it anymore, man. It makes me shit like a damn Clydesdale. Yeah, it's not something I uh, get down on regularly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's re- really about the only time I do is if it's a uh, rural town. Man, here's the thing: most of American rural towns off the beaten path are. God, that wind is howling outside. So if you hear anything, hey, it sounds like wolves yeah, howling. I wonder what that was. Yeah, it's uh, the wind behind my the window and the window's closed. That's how bad it is. Um, but yeah, man, you're going to have a McDonald's. You'll have a Burger King. You'll have a Wendy's and you'll have a Taco Bell and a Waffle House. A uh, Waffle House would be the ultimate go-to if I have a chance to stop. Uh, but yeah, out of all those, I always Taco Bell. <clears throat> uh, it looks like they had some kind of like E3-ish kind of thing. Zach Zween, or would you be excited about a giant cheese that's stuck inside a Crunchwrap? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> well, it looks like they, <laughs> they uh, <laughs> had a 2024 live mouse event. It was basically a Taco Bell Mini E3. I don't know. This is weird. Um... <clears throat> So basically, kind of like I guess, like you know, Apple and and all those fuckers do that dumb shit for their products. So, you know, new shit coming out, kind of thing. Right. Um. So he's talking about all the new stuff, and I guess this thing is one of them. You got a big cheese it in a fucking thing, and then Baja Blast ice cream. That sounds. Ugh, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I just don't know about this food. Cheez-Its, man. I've heard some really bad things about Cheez-Its. Like, that's not, it's not a good thing to eat. It's got, like, this crazy-ass ingredients in it. Just like Doritos, man. Yellow 5. We got some petrol shit in there. No, Pop-Tarts. That's what it was. They have, like, some kind of, like, pe- like, sh- like uh, derivatives of petrol. What the fuck, man, are they feeding us? 
Mm, I gotta yeah. say something for Europe, man. At least they got better food regulations, dude. They got a lot better food regulations. Yeah, I'm not a. Uh, mm, yeah, I, I I like cheese. See, here's these things. I, I like these things. I like cheese. It's it's not something I buy because I'd eat them, and I don't want to eat them. They're not good for you. They apparently have petrol in them. <laughs> so, I think that was. I don't know about cheeses, but I know that uh, Pop Tarts have that petrol derivatives map. Oh, cheeses have something different. I don't know if it's a. Uh, uh, because of the dyes and shit, but it's got it's something I was reading that's uh, that ain't good. And I used to like Cheez-Its, man, but they did kind of uh, mess my stomach up. Yeah, I, I agree with that. They they definitely uh kind of fuck with my stomach too. Um, I don't I don't hate it. You know, like I said, you know, to each their own. It's not something I'm gonna get down on. And and that's why I tell people all the time. You know, I, I don't really eat healthy. I eat what I have here. So it is healthy. So I guess I'm bullshitting you with how I'm saying it, but I don't bring bad shit into the house because I will eat it. Um, if you leave Skittles around or Cheez-Its or, uh, you know, shit like that, man, I'm going to get down like a motherfucker because it's delicious. It has bad shit, but man, when you want it and you see it, you're going to think, ah, fuck it. Who cares? <sighs> yeah. So, but yeah, they're good. I don't think I would be interested in the, uh, a cheese it crunch wrap is that what it was? Yeah, but a big cheese it in a crunch wrap, I think. I don't know if I could do that. And uh, a cheesy, a cheesy chicken crisp crisp panda, uh, shredded cheese filled chicken stuff empanada. That doesn't sound weird, but um, now they said they're bringing chicken nuggets to the menu. That just seems weird to talk chicken, about. Chicken that is weird. Yeah, I don't know about that. I am not too sure, but well, Taco Bell will be there to give you guys colon cancer, folks. So be <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on the lookout, everyone, and enjoy. Um, <clears throat> I don't think there's any. Is there anything else here that's interesting? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't want to see. Anything else but uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's it for the news, folks. Bah. That was a that was a lot going on in the news. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. There's a, a little bit going on there. For all you fuckers out there that like basketball, Kansas fifty, Texas Tech seventy seven on ESPN right now. You been following any b-ball there, Wiggy? I never watch it. I, I'm, I, you know, there's a lot of people that I know that are overall sports fans that really watch just sports all day, and I, I wish I was that person. I'm not, man. Um, I like football. I'll, I'll get down a little baseball, but basketball, nah. I mean, I, I've, I've never watched a whole basketball game. I, I don't even think I've ever watched a whole quarter of basketball. Um. Man, back in the back in the nineties when Jordan was playing, that was different. And uh, I think every kid watched basketball then because that yeah, was yeah, you, you got a point there. I, I would say back then I probably uh, watched it. Um, there was probably times I definitely uh, watched it back then. Nowadays, hell no, hell no. But it no, I, mean, I don't either, but uh, back in the 90s, I definitely did. The NBA on NBC, 
And you know, John Tesh did that. Oh, really? Yeah, he composed oh. that that uh theme music there. Yeah, John Tesh was a talented motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know what old John Tesh is up to nowadays. Is he dead? I don't. Know. I don't think so. No, seventy-one so. years old. I just uh, taken a oh, look God. at it. Yeah, he looks. Uh, he still looks like John Tesh, just a little older. Oh, Johnny T. Yeah, he was a staple of the nineties back then. And Hannah Storm had the bowl cut back then. She's now on ESPN now, so she's she's been around a while and yeah. uh, doing her thing. He you also, know, also with uh, Lisa Gibbons on uh, Entertainment Tonight back in the day, and she's uh, sixty six now, still looks exactly the same. Oh yeah, Lisa Gibbons. Hey, you know it's pretty hot for her age. Christy Brinkley, man, she's got to be like seventy, dude. She looks amazing. Oh. Always, oh, yeah, absolutely, classic, beautiful, crazy. She's all fine. Yeah, she uh, she's smoking. She's not hotter than baby guy. Yeah, she is. One hundred percent. What? How the hell she married Billy Joel's ugly ass back in the day? That's weird. God, man. Oh, I don't know. He ugly. He's a piano man. He's stupid, yeah. <laughs> That's not even my voice. What the hell? I'm like Billy Joe for the I guess, bro. I never got into Billy Joe. I don't know. I don't even, I don't even think I got a name of Billy Joe's song. If you uh, quizzed me. Nope, I can't think of one. Oh, piano he, man! I did say that, right? You said piano man. What was? Did he do Uptown Girl? Oh that, yeah, there you go. Okay, that's I, I could name Piano Man and Uptown Girl. That's the only uh, the only ones I can get. I, I know. Baby's my Uptown Girl, yeah. Oh Lord, every time. <laughs> oh, oh, baby. Well, let's take a break, folks. Uh, we need to go use the bathroom and get some refreshments and whatnot, then do that. And we will be right back, everyone.
<laughs> Hope you guys got uh, some refreshments, maybe on whatever you snack on. Not a big snacker. You a snacker? No, I went and got some Cheez-Its and uh, some Taco Bell. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> no, I, I'm I am uh, I'm not a snacker. I'm not snacking on baby, yeah. Oh, oh Lord, jeez! Good in my mouth. <laughs> I'm not either, man. I mean, I used to be when I was a kid, and uh, we we're in school and stuff. And uh, but now, not so much. Been on a well, carnivore diet, it seems lately. Have you? I don't know officially because I think officially you gotta. Maybe maybe it's a bit different, but. Yeah, I eat a lot of just meat, man, really. Yeah, like today, had the burger, uh, the double cheese burger, oh, double cheese bacon burger, oh yeah. yeah. And then I had like a chicken something. But I'd like to get down on more like uh, old Joe Rogan, he gets like all the elk meat and uh, the more of the game meats, but uh, I don't have that at the grocery store, you gotta like get on the internet and uh, and get that stuff. Or yeah, i I looked at uh, trying to find some elk meat around here at local shops. I, I think, and I can't remember, maybe it was one of the fancy butcher shops over the mountain that had some, but the price you're going to pay, you'd probably be better off just ordering it online. Um, elk meat's good. I, when we were out in Wyoming, we had some. And bison, actually, bison's a little more, uh, you can find it. Publix had some uh, a couple weeks ago. I picked up a, uh, I think it was a pound of it. It is more expensive, but it's pretty good. But see, I don't think it's anything. I like to just change it up sometimes. I don't think it's anything right home about the elk, though. Is I was a really big fan of that. But that, so you, you were kind of swinging carnivore. A lot of those guys that do that say they feel a, you know, a difference in their. Uh, I don't know, maybe just their well-being. Do you feel anything, or you're not really strict enough to notice anything different? Well, I'll stop shitting blood. No, that helps. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I was playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, eating like steak. Well, no. Uh, lately, like I've been doing like uh, a lot of red meat, really. Yeah. Uh, uh, a lot of burgers like that I'll fix. And then, like I said, I haven't got a chance to really get into like gaming. I've had elk before. It's pretty good. But, uh, like steak, like, you know, burgers, like eh, chicken, it's kind of the run of the mill stuff, but not like, I don't do, I don't do veggies. Like some people like vegetables a lot, but like, I don't see, I've been seeing a lot of stuff out there now that like, it's not these plant-based diets, man. You're not, you can't, you're not getting the nutrition. It's yeah. uh, it's like a waste of time eating vegetables when we're always told to eat vegetables back in the day, you know? Eat your vegetables. Well, like it's not really beneficial. You're getting more nutrients out of actually just meat and stuff, you know? Yeah, meat gets a bad rap. I, I follow the studies. I follow a lot of the guys uh, that are big carnivore proponents. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I, as with exercise and moving, I, I think your body is, is really uh, unique. And, and, and it just depends on how, how your own body and the mechanics are set up on what works best for you. Kind of like a car, you know, there's no right motor oil for every car. Uh, some gas works better. I, I think it does. But for me, I, I work better on, uh, you know, more carnivore. I eat tons of chicken, tons of red meat. Um, I, you don't I, I do don't... a lot of vegetables, do you? 
No, I, not really. I, I try to add vegetables in there for some of the other nutrients you're not going to get, but I, I do a little more fruit and, and change it up more uh, fruit. I do have some like green juice, some of the uh, green powder, shit like that, um, which I think helps. I mean, I, I like that, but no, not, not a ton. And I, I keep the carbs. I've been carb cycling where I'll have two days where I eat pretty heavy carbs. It's usually Saturday or Sunday for one of the days and Wednesday on the other. And I feel like that's been helping a lot too. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get to the kind of carbs. Are you, are you, are you bread or are you pasta, rice, a certain or just whatever? I usually go more rice uh, and, and potatoes. I try to stick with the, the natural uh, you know, foods that are, that are from the earth. I, I do get down on some bread, but it's it's got to be something that's some good it can't be the you know $1 loaf bullshit white bread. Some killer Dave's is okay or some Ezekiel bread, something like that. But uh yeah, I'll do I'll do some uh you know like in the morning, I'll get some decent bagels uh, if I'm doing a high carb day, put some honey on them. Uh things like that. Try to get those up. And there's a good video on it. I can't explain it. I do feel like the cycling works okay for me because carbs are one of those things, you know, if you're not burning them off or you know, you're not really feeling feeling your body you obviously don't need as much, but if you are fueling your body, and I've been running a lot more, lifting a lot more again, finally, after the arms pretty much almost all the way healed, um, you know, I feel like uh, you can get away with more, but you don't want to eat high carbs every day. So uh, I won't get into the whole explanation of carb cycling, but I'm with you. I do feel best when my diet is mostly meat, a little bit of carbs, a little bit of fat. There you go. <clears throat> Man. Yeah, I don't know why people stay away from carbs. You need carbs, but I guess it's like, you know, you got to get the good carbs, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I a lot of pasta and stuff. It's good, but it's not good for you, you know, necessarily, because it's kind of processed. And some of those, uh, unless you know you're getting that, a lot of that pasta in the store has got like chemicals and shit in it. Um, but man, I love some pasta. Linguine. Oh, I do too. Oh, man. So yeah, man. What's some? I like meat in my pasta, but um, oh, I do too. Got to have it. Yeah, I, I actually uh, sometimes that, and this is not good because it's the store pasta. But it's like I'm, uh, I don't have anything at the house. I, you know, it's just sometimes you got scraps at the house. You haven't been to the store. I had like uh, pasta, like linguine, and then I'll put some uh, butter in there with garlic salt, and then. I had this roasted garlic Alfredo sauce, man. And uh, that shit was pretty good, dude. I shat pretty bad after, but man, it was good. <laughs> there for a second. God. And I took my ass to the store. Got some steaks. Yeah. that's a, Yeah, steaks are the way to go, though, man. 100%. You know what I had uh, for lunch this afternoon? I was driving. I stopped up at the Bucky's in Athens, Alabama. Shout out. Uh I'm a Bucky's fan. I like it. Actually, it did have a uh, one of their sandwiches. I had the triple meat, which is sausage, brisket, and turkey. Uh, mm. Delicious turkey. Absolutely. Yeah, kind of. I need to get down on more turkey. I feel like, but uh, I don't know what I would do. Turkey bacon is no good. No turkey. I feel like you need to know what to do with it. So I don't know. I need to look at some recipes. I think they're good because they mix it in with the brisket and the sausage. So the leanness of the turkey uh, 
isn't doesn't stand out, but you get a good bite of white meat. So you taste, and it's in, in barbecue sauce, so it's it's pretty solid. Have you had a, a Bucky sandwich? I don't think so. Uh, I have to have some of that brisket, though. It's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, we did have that. God, we'll have to get down on that this uh, football season again. Maybe we can make a run over there. we can, we got to do it before that. We're not waiting that long. We could uh, have a night out, maybe do some dinner. We could go pick up some shit and then come back here and eat it. But I'm a big fan of their food, man. And, you know, they pay their employees well. I don't want to uh, <laughs> start advocating for Bucky's over here. But uh, it was great. I, I picked it up. I usually will get some of their, what is it, the beaver chips? The, uh, it's basically their potato chips that they cook in there out of the uh, potato. I did not do that today. I did not want all the carbs as we've been talking about. But the triple meat sandwich, highly, highly recommend. It was a bit of a mess trying to have that while I'm driving down 65, but uh, well worth it. <laughs> oh, so you was driving and eating, huh? Oh, yeah. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, I just uh, sometimes got to do that too, but <clears throat> it is what it is. Yeah, try to be efficient. You know, there, I, I, I know guys that when they go in the field, and I guess I, I used to as well, but not as much. You know, I'm trying to get back home and get shit done. Some guys will stop for lunch and eat and chill and sit down. I just don't do that as much. I like to, uh, I like to eat, get get the fuck on with it. Yeah, I usually don't eat when I'm in the field either. I just come home and be done with my shit. That's it. So, <clears throat> all right. Well, we do have a video game review. Dragon Quest, uh, titled Dragon Warrior, when initially localized to North America, this is an NES title and a role-playing video game developed by Chunsoft and published by Enix for the NES. It was originally released in Japan in 1986 and by Nintendo North America in 1989. It is the first game in the Dragon Quest video game series. Dragon Quest has been ported and remade for several video game platforms, including MSX, MSX2, PC9801, Super Famicom, Game Boy Color, Nintendo 3DS, PlayStation 4, mobile phones, and Nintendo Switch as of 2019. I might have to check out the Switch version. Or I don't, I don't know if it's... It might just be a port, though. It did say port. But it also said ported and remade, so I'm not sure if they remade it or just ported it. Stay tuned for that. The player controls the hero character who is charged with saving the kingdom of Alavgard and it's uh, <laughs> and uh, rescuing its princess from the evil dragon lord. Dragon Warrior Story became the second part in a trilogy of several spin-off anime and manga series. Dragon Quest was created by Yuji Hori, uh, inspired by previous role-playing games such as Wizardry, Ultima, and it's uh, his own 1983 game, The Port of Murder Case. Hori wanted to create an introductory RPG for a wide audience, emphasize storytelling and emotional involvement, and simplified the interface to translate to the mostly Western PC game genre of RPG to the Japanese console market. 
manga artist and Dragon Ball creator Akira Toriyama produced the artwork and Koji Suriyama composed the music. The North American version features numerous changes, including battery packed or battery packed RAM save games, uh, larger sprites, and pseudo Elizabethan English style dialogue. Uh, Dragon Quest is commercially a success in Japan, but its later release as Dragon Warrior in North America was less favorably received. The original version of the game sold more than 2 million copies worldwide, with 1.5 sold in Japan and 500,000 in the U.S. later. Western critics noted that the game's shortcomings but acknowledged its importance to the genre. Inspired fan made uh, ROM hacks with substantial changes. The game's synthesized soundtrack has been orchestrated and music has been performed in numerous concerts. As a whole, Dragon Quest has been credited for establishing the basic template for subsequent Japanese console RPGs. Now, this is pretty much your basic RPG single player. Uh, I remember playing this and I played it again to give you this review. <laughs> Um, pretty simple game, man. I mean, when you play it, it reminds me of Final Fantasy 1. So, very classic. Um, you control a young hero who sets, sets out to, to defeat a being known as the Dragon Lord. Starts with a menu to begin a new quest. You continue previous quest or change the speed in which messages appear on the screen. Um, if you, if you, uh, in the Japanese version, continuing a quest requires a password. In the North American version, the quest is saved onto the game's cartridge battery backup called an adventure log. Uh, in the Imperial Scrolls of Honor, with options to delete or duplicate a saved quest. In a new quest, the player may give the hero any name, which the game analyzes to determine the initial ability scores and their statistical growth over the course of the game. Hmm. So, hmm. not going to get too nerdy into this, but basically, the plot is a twist on the classic damsel in distress in that the player does not even have to meet or speak with her to complete the game. And then we talked about the spin-offs. I think there was a two and three. And, uh, yeah. So basically, if you're into RPGs and the old school RPGs, I think this is worth checking out. I give it a two, uh, two point five, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Did you ever play this game? I was looking at it. It looks familiar. The screen grabs. I don't think I did, but when you said it was also because Dragon Quest, Dragon Warrior. What was it? Was it released as Dragon Warrior on the NES? Yep, Dragon Warrior out here. Mm -hmm. The that man. I'm telling you that cover art maybe i'm just seeing it through nostalgia glasses but it looks so familiar i don't remember it if i did looking at the screen caps it looks like it does have that uh nes final fantasies even a little star tropics uh element it, it, that's what you would compare it to like a final fantasy a little zelda too <clears throat> yeah yeah cool it has a menu there you know command fight spell run that's kind of like what final fantasy one looked like Okay. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty good. I mean, it's I think uh, RPGs. I didn't really get into Star Tropics was the only one I got down on that I remember very well on NES on Super Nintendo. Got down on several. So on NES, I was pretty limited. But this one looks pretty good, man. Really, really good. Did you play any of the uh, 
the Dragon Warriors, Dragon Quest that came after uh, the original. Looked like there were several not. of them. Yeah, they had some that came out, but I did not play any of those. Maybe I should have. Maybe I'll check them out. Give you guys a review on those, but um, I did not at the time. Sweet. Yep. Maybe my damsel so in the stress, yeah. I save her every day. Yeah, I try not saving her. <laughs> don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Don't save her. <laughs> I always like the end of that. Ain't nothing going on but the money and power. <laughs> oh, Crunchy Black, get down. Classic. Oh, man. Yeah, rap is just not like it used to be. I don't even know what the kids are listening to these days. It's not that good. No, it's it's not that good. I'm I'm not. I don't know. I I couldn't add any good in my, my music. Most of my music is all classic shit. My classic rap and stuff like that. I don't get down on anything new. I like little baby. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Hmm. Uh, there's a couple of songs that ain't bad, but I'm not a big little baby. So, there's too many rappers with the name baby. Little baby, duh baby. There's baby. <laughs> Like, what the fuck, man? Come on. Jeez. Yeah. Wes has got a baby. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, we know. We know you love her. But, uh... But, oh, Man, you and the old wife. Y'all got anything y'all are watching now? Like, uh... Any Netflix series or anything like that? No, you know, I've actually been thinking about that. I need to get into another movie. I've been trying to watch more movies and TV. I feel like we have Amazon Prime, Netflix, the Disney. Um, I think that's all of them. I don't think we have Hulu anymore. Uh, and, and the kids watch all that stuff. But, man, you know, we, there's no shows right now that I'm into. Uh, I, I will go back and, and watch movies. Uh, I watched John Wick for the first time a few weeks ago. I feel ah, like you like that? Loved it. Thought it was great. Uh, I need to catch up on the uh, sequels. Uh, I'm always late to the party. Everything I do is always like 10 years after it's popular. Um, but yeah, that was really good. Um, but no, I, I haven't. I feel like it's time that you know we, we find a show um, to, to watch. Uh, what about you? Is there anything on that's just you've been into? Movies? Not really, man. I'm watching a lot of, uh, I don't know if I brought this up last time, like murder mystery stuff. Like, I don't know. Well, why. We talked about it a little bit. Saw that's on. Yeah. I don't know. I need to get into something different. I don't know, man. Or maybe uh, read books or something. I don't know. <laughs> I do read a pretty decent bit. I've actually, uh, I need a, I'll probably read tonight. I got a book on uh, dinosaurs. And it sounds like a kid's book. It sounds like a kid's book, but it's not. It's actually uh, from a uh, world-renowned paleontologist. I'd have to look and see what the book's titled. But it's really good. He talked about the evolution, the different periods, the Jurassic, Triassic, all that, and how you know when we think of dinosaurs, we actually uh, think of them as they all existed together at one time, but we don't think about what came before the dinosaurs, and it's all these weird mammals and reptiles and how they evolved into the big, you know, scary fucking creatures that we know and love. The Pliocene epic in there? Yeah. Nice. It, it's, it's, uh, yeah, you need, you need to read it. It sounds like you already have. Hey, man, I know about them dinosaurs. 
What's that? Yeah. Crustaceous, Cretaceous. Yeah, he, he, I, I need to go. I need to get back. I, after I was out of town, I, I forgot to take it with me. I actually grabbed a book and uh, I, I forgot to grab it, so I'm behind. But yeah, he, he, he breaks down the periods really well. I'm about halfway through. But really, the uh, evolution, how they, uh, like, uh, say, like the long neck dinosaurs, a brontosaurus, a brachiosaurus, those guys, for example, how they evolved when they were outnumbered by a bunch of dinosaurs originally that could have killed them you would have thought they would have never got as big as they were but somehow uh you know they were clever and they uh they they made it through became the biggest motherfucker dinosaurs there was and uh yeah it's it's really really a good book i'm gonna have to get down on that tonight what kind of books do you like to read uh, it's been a long time since I just like got a big book and like sat down and read it. Uh, so I don't know. I'm not a big fiction person. Uh, maybe I need to uh, to be though. But man, nothing nothing really lately. But if I'm gonna, if I was gonna go get a book. I'm trying to think, what kind of book would I go get? Now there was a time that I liked fantasy. You know. Yeah. That was kind of way back in the day, and uh been a while. That was one really good book that I read. It was like a, one of the Dark Sun trilogy books. But then like after that, man, I don't know. I just kind of didn't read anymore. Um, I mean, get I down to the library. I don't know. They're still open? <laughs> Library's still a thing? It, se- it seems crazy, but yeah, they... Uh, <laughs> I try to take the kids sometimes just to... I guess you can't really keep them in business. They're a government entity, so they're just always going to be there. Um, but, you know, I get down sometimes, go by there and grab some shit. The, the thing is, now, the depressing thing is, if you go, if you went back in the day as a kid, I remember going there, actually getting books that had just released, being excited. And, uh, you know, kind of like going to the video game store. You're like, oh, it's the newest release. It, it just dropped my local book. Um, now it's all those same books. They never updated because nobody goes. Uh, it's a bunch of old shit. I remember the reference section. Yeah, get down. I get down on that sometimes. Yeah, that was. Uh, I don't know, encyclopedias and shit. Uh, but it's still there. Nice. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I actually I do go sometimes. I actually renewed my uh library cards and got the kids library cards this year but they also do a lot of other things now and uh you can go they have like passport pictures there and stuff i don't know if ours does passport pictures but you can rent uh like pickleball gear if you wanted to play i think they actually have disc golf rentals maybe uh i wonder if that shit gets lost all the time um yeah, they, they have little things like that. So it's kind of, uh, you know, it's not just a ton of books in there. They have things you can rent, borrow. Um, I'm trying to think of all this shit. I'm really not selling the library for people that need, need to check it out. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's not too bad. So check out your local <laughs> library. See what they have to offer, guys. Yeah, I haven't been in so long. Let's just do that this weekend and get all the homies to meet down there. <laughs> the library. I remember there was this guy that used to uh, go down there. He was, um, something was wrong with him. His name was Curtis. He rode one of those weird bikes, man. What he the hell is a weird a, bike? 
It's like one of those old school bikes, like a bicycle, but like the like really wide uh, handlebars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like wide angle, like fuck up. And he was like a fat fucker, and he'd be like, "Hey, can I smell your feet?" Yeah, what? weird motherfucker. I swear to God, his name was Curtis. It sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, he's something wrong with his ass, but uh, I can I can tell. He's smelling <laughs> feet and shit. Damn. Can I smell your feet? <laughs> Curtis, Curtis, me, bitch. Curtis, Curtis, yeah, Curtis had a condition, but anyway, yeah, so yeah, he's he's uh, what happened to Curtis now? I'm, now, I'm dead now, man, that's been a long time ago. There's no way he was probably he looked like he was in his 30s or 40s back then. Oh, damn, Curtis, yeah, he was slow, man, but you know, I don't, I think he was harmless. I was pulling for him. I'd be surprised if uh found out he murdered a bunch of kids. So Oh god. I don't Curtis. think so. Don't be doing I don't that think shit. So. Yeah. So oh Curtis. Oh Curtis oh, Springville Road. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. Oh man. So uh It's another time for me and baby, y'all. I'm gone. Man. This guy. <laughs> What's on tap for the week, my friend? Like, what you got going on? Why are we talked about Valentine's Day. I guess we're gonna. We already had dinner. We're gonna. Ha- I'm gonna have dinner Saturday. I'm gonna take the kids out too this time. So everybody's going out Saturday. So two weekends of dinner. Probably some stuff on uh, Wednesday. Uh, probably just some little goodies. Uh, probably working at the house. Another quiet, cold, chill week. What about you, my friend? It sounds like. Uh, Sounds like it's just kind of, again, that chill vibe in the air. But we'll have some uh, UFL coming up in the spring, I imagine. Oh, yeah, that is coming up. So, stay tuned. Uh, you got any plans this week? Are you working out in the field? I'm always working in the field. So, not too much, man. Same old shit. So, we'll see. And then, uh, that about it, folks. Do you have any final thoughts before we get out of here tonight? You know what? I did have some final thoughts. Let me see where I put them, because I got a couple of them. Uh, damn it, where the hell did it go? Oh my god, I can't even believe where I put them. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm just throwing this one out. This was a chat GPT. Embrace the chaos in your life, for within the chaos lies your greatest strength. That sounds like something that came off of Dragon Quest. Yeah, I was about to say, it's like a... It's very, uh, I don't know, what's the word for it? Whimsical? Whimsical. I don't know if that's the right word. Epic, epic, epic. Yeah. I think that one. Here's the other one that I had. Remember, life is too short to drink bad bourbon or listen to dull stories. And if you're listening to our podcast, you're never listening to any dull stories. So tune in next Monday as well. Everybody has a podcast, podcast. Grant Mills, what you got going on this week? And take us home. Yeah, so, uh, oh, gee, uh, just trying to make it through another week this week, folks. Hope all you guys have a good week and upcoming weekend as well. We're not going to have any kind of football. That sucks. Uh, but keep on carrying on, folks. And, um, check out the old episodes. Hit the subscribe button. And, uh, we'll be back next week at 9.30. And a dirty for you all. So please tune in. And, uh... Tune in and tune out, as they say, but I don't do LSD. 
And uh, all y'all have a great week weekend. We'll see you back here next week, folks. Hey,